Hello? Who is this? Three, two, Three, one. Two, one. Oh. Three. Oh, I mean, we kind of <laughs> clapped at the same time, no, though. No, we did not. We did not. Yeah, for me, for me, we clapped at the same time. We didn't count at the same time, but we clapped at the same time. See, for me, we counted at the same time, and there was a very strong lag for the clap. Really? Okay, we can do it one more yeah. time, so. Okay. <laughs> okay. Three. Three. Two. Two. One. One. <laughs> that one was delayed for me. No, that was that was that was perfect for me. Okay, we'll figure it out. Okay, I uh, know I'm gonna do it. Okay, just clap at the same time. So <laughs> I'll count down like three, two, one, and clap. So just clap at the same time. Okay, so three, two, one. Okay, so we have like a point five delay in between us, so Yeah, because that was in sync on me. Okay, work. We have the podcast. It has started. Okay. It started. It's in the making. Okay. This is fucking crazy. Okay. <laughs> I have so much going on right now. This is the future, This mama. is the future, mama. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Stay on the Line, a horror genre podcast hosted and created by me, Tara Carden. Every week, I bring in a guest to talk about something special that's horror genre related. I have a new correspondent of the podcast here to talk about the new season of Dragula. Right now, we're going to talk about the Meet the Monsters, but first, I'm going to welcome our co-host for this entire series. Please welcome, friend of the pod, back to the podcast, Zanny X. Hello, Zanny. How are you doing? Hello, hello, hello. I'm doing finger claps. I don't know if you can see them. I'm good. I'm here. I'm queer. I'm surviving. I'm thriving. How are you? I'm stressed. (laughs) Literally, (laughs) I just spent like an hour and a half trying to figure out, for those who are on Patreon, you can see this cool setup that I have going on. Where I'm gonna put the photo right here. Uh, oh, Sandy, put uh, <laughs> do it to your left to where. Uh, f- keep going a little bit forward. Keep going. Yeah, right there. So we're gonna have a, <laughs> the photos for the looks that we're gonna be talking about here. For those who are just listening on Spotify, subscribe to the Patreon three at three dollars <laughs> and seven dollars tiers to see what the fuck I'm talking about. But yeah, we I wanted to review the Dragula Dracula season forecast and the whole season, but I wanted I didn't want to do a new person every week because honestly, it gets really taxing to do that. So I asked you, Zanny X, could you do it? And you said No, I would absolutely hate doing that. Yeah. So Goodbye. I'm this paying is the her. End. No. No. <laughs> No, I'm excited. I want to do this. I love this, and I'm glad to be doing this with you, and I miss you. So I feel like we get to talk now every week. Yes. This is fun. That's an excuse. You're stuck with me forever. <laughs> oh, God. Your Aries <laughs> energy is already too much. Okay, so now I want to ask you, like, what is your correlation with Dracula? Like, what do you like about Dracula? How is the show, your thoughts on the show in general? That is a good question. I don't know. I like Dracula. I think it's fun. I think it's an alternative platform i think that it's very cute it's independent they're doing their own little thing and it's just like a good distraction compared to like what drag is normally seen in the universe so it's just like a good break from that and i like that i think it's very refreshing to see new things plus like who doesn't love spoop yeah spoop trauma drama fear kink ugly Uglies. Oh, Sign me up. And, and also, this is the unofficial review of Dragula Season 4, so please do not take this as an official review. This is just two friends talking about Dragula, and also, this is for entertainment purposes only. We are not associated with Shudder or the Dragula cast or AMC, so just keep that in mind as we review about these contestants. And oh. it's going to be our general, generally our honest opinion so oh and also i'm wearing my bitch pudding shirt so i thought it would be very fitting for this occasion no the shirt is not fitting okay it's not loose bitch (laughs) (laughs) no it's fitting it's very it's cute i like it um also how i feel about dragula i like dragula i actually got more into dragula before i started watching more drag race like yeah i saw like a finale of drag race and i was like that's cool but i didn't have logo and i didn't have vh1 and the only thing that I had opportunity to, like, watch was 
season one of Dracula on YouTube, and then on season YouTube. two came out on YouTube, and then three and so on. I'm excited to get into this. Are you ready to start? Do you have any comments, concerns? No, I'm I'm ready. I'm excited. Are do you have any comments and concerns or anything? I'm concerned for your mental health, but like <laughs> when it comes to the podcast, I'm good. What? Hey, I got. I'm on the podcast because of my mental health. So I just wanted to say for those who don't know about Dragula who may be listening to this podcast, Dragula is a horror aspect drag show hosted by the Boulay Brothers, and their goal is to find the world's next super monster. It's similar in the aspect of Drag Race where there's roughly 9 to 11 to 10 contestants, and they compete to see who is the best ghoul out of them and it's generally a lot boo a mixture between drag race and fear factor just to dumb it down for people oh very that unlike the other show this show they don't lip sync for their life you have to go through eliminations sometimes they might do a lip sync but like but it's rare it's rare and that's like their main challenge is to lip sync i think i don't even yeah however we're gonna start right away with the host of this fucking program, we are gonna look at the Boulay Brothers. So their promo look right over here. Oh no, oh no, hold on. Please, please. Okay, okay. So we have the Boulay Brothers here presented. How do you feel about this look by the Boulay Brothers? Um, I love it. So I love the structure and the outfit. I love the fit of the outfit. I love their posing. I like that it's symmetrically not symmetrical, you know? I only see three hands, but I see two beans. I don't know, I like it. Oh, yeah, I just realized that. It's very natural posing. They're not, like, exactly mirrored. So I just like that that's, like, yeah, yeah, I like it. For those who don't know, the Boulay brothers are wearing basically a floor-length gown, kind of like a mermaid skirt with some very long fingers, and they mostly, Ooh, they only, fingers. do they only wear, like, latex slash vinyl? I think they wear a few other things as well, but I think that's, like, their, yeah. I think it's kind of one of their new things. Now that I think about or it. Or not yeah. the other new things, but I think that's kind of what they, they do. Yeah. So, it's a really good look. The Boulay Brothers, like, honestly, they kill most of their looks. I've never really seen them, like, look terrible. They look good. Swan and Drac, they, they look Good. There's not much to say. Like, they look stunning. Have you seen who the season four guest judges are going to be? Vanessa Hudgens. Yeah, what is Vanessa Hudgens doing in this? She sh- she got out of voguing. She's really yeah. into... <laughs> she's an, uh, I'm really into spook now. I'm really into spook now. I think she's always been a fan of horror, though, so... Yeah, we love Vanessa Hudgens. Poppy. After every, all the trauma she went through with Troy, Troy Bolton. Oh, I was like, who is that? <laughs> and Orville Peck and Poppy come through with the guest judges. Also, the $100,000, bitch. Yeah, bitch, the grand prize is $100,000. They matched up with Drag Race and said, and what, bitch? What? They said, we know what we're doing. Legitimately. We're going to start with this first one, which is Astrid Aurelia. Beautiful. Astrid Aurelia. They're from Phoenix. That's their hometown. They use the pronouns she, her. And I'm using the EW article to kind of pull this information, which is written by Joey... No, Nolfi, who is a mutual on Twitter. Astrid is a singer, songwriter, and multi-instrumentalist drag artist that uses her musical talent and punk rock fashion sense to produce incredible live musical shows. She's bringing her musical talents, fierce attitude, and love of fantasy creatures to the competition that she hopes will help her claw her way to the top. Or to the crown. To the cr- we making up words, bitch. Um, <laughs> yeah, I actually editing. knew of Astrid through... I think they competed in the Boulay Brothers pageant at, like, a drag con before. I believe so. But, yeah, I've this is my first time, like, seeing Astrid. Astrid's one of the only people I don't have, like, the fullest of a background on. So I'm very excited to see what they bring. I knew them because Disasterina did a... A video on them before Disasterina from season two does this thing where they like talk with other monsters and ghouls and stuff. So this was somebody calling all the monsters. <laughs> I was waiting for you. She is China and McLean is too much lately. Have you, yeah. Have you seen her like acting up, like talking about? How, no, like, she deserves to act up. No, but she's talking about like the the real monsters in this industry are the people who are against God. Like she's like Ooh. she's like a pastor now. Calling all the calling all the calling all the monsters. Calling all the heavenly lords. I don't know. John three sixteen. <laughs> John yeah, bitch. Uh, two twenty two p.m. Beth. 
I don't know. <laughs> I don't know anything about religions. However, this photo of Astrid, how do you feel about this look? Um, I, I like it. I, after reading the bio, I see the influence. It is grunge. I don't know. Like, this is your first time for the world to see you. I wanted to see the more. Yeah, I kind of agree. I do like the color palette. So for the audio listeners, we're looking at a, it's a primary color palette. So there's some splotches of green, but it's mainly red, green. I mean, red, yellow, and <laughs> yeah, primary color green. Uh, no, it's primary colors, blue, yellow, and red. It's kind of like leg warmers with tennis shoe heels. I hope those are heels. And a leather jacket and then kind of like shorts. So it looks okay. I like the hair. She's got really good makeup. Is that just like one horn? She's No, she's got to have another horn, right? Yeah, I think, I think she's got like another one or something. Or it's like a clip. I mean, like I watched her video. She is really talented. She does actually play like the guitar and all that shit. So I'm excited to see what she can do. Hopefully she can make it, if they have a rock challenge this season, that she can make it there because she actually is a rocker. Um, so Very far, kind of like an enigma. Like, I don't know what to expect from her. And I will say, like, I do, I think that's the thing. is like, I do think this look is cute and creative. I also like that it's not, like, a stereotypical look that I would expect. But, like, I also don't know what I'm, I don't know what I'm getting into. Like, I don't know where this would go. Like, so I'm excited to see that. I, like, watching, or looking at this look, I'm like, if you walked up in the club, I'd be like, work, bitch, that's a cute look. But for, like, a promo, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, well, also for, like, a promo where they're going to give you $100,000, you know? Yeah. What was the theme of the promo? I don't know, because I tried to match it up, and I don't think there was a theme. I could be wrong. I'm not, I literally have no background. It doesn't seem, I think it was just your best, or just your look, whatever you wanted to bring. Yeah. Because, like, the color story wasn't unanimous, unless it was, like, wear red. Yeah, it's a it's a good outfit. I do like it. And I'm excited. It's Andy, you're shaking your camera. <laughs> I can't sit still. The have. patrons are not. offended. Well, I, I have to, because I do the same thing, I have to, like, sit crisscross and have my hands in my lap. So. Okay. Like a good little kid. So our next person is Bitter Betty, is from Los Angeles. They use the pronoun she, her. They are a drag queen. I'm going to read the bio. Bitter Betty is a self-identifying trans woman who brings 20 years of drag experience to the competition. She feels that trans drag artists are not allowed the same opportunities as cis drag performers, and she views the show as an opportunity to represent her community and bring home the crown. She draws inspiration from the colors and silhouettes of 80s cartoons and is bringing camp experience and trans energy to the competition. How do you feel <laughs> about Bitter Betty? I love this fit. I like this outfit. I like this look. I like the hair. I like the mug. I'm a fan. I don't know how I feel about Bitter Betty, but I'm excited to see what Bitter Betty is going to allow us to feel of, of them. When I initially saw the look, I did not like it. And when I continue to look at the look, I still don't like it. <laughs> uh, it's it's the color palette, like the, the gloves. So Bitter Betty is wearing a very large... Like a mullet. A mullet. Like, is that blue makeup? Blue eye makeup? Yeah, it's like a blue eye. It's very 80s, so it's like that, that pop of like that pink purple color, the blue, the like really like punk hair kind of um i don't know like mullet but also like it's just very teased out yeah and then i so and it's got like some chains on the corsa roadie yeah it's it's a black corset and then there's pink boots thigh high boots that are like leopard or zebra print and then the yeah. gloves are also zebra print and then the hair is pink to match the boots the corset looks cool. I will say that. The corset looks cool. I just think it was like, hey, I got gloves and boots that match, and I think I can wear them with this look. Yeah, it almost looks like I'm going to pay a lot of money to get this corset and choker custom made, but then, like, I also have the boots and the gloves in my closet, and I'm just going to randomly tie them in as accessories to make this the next level, versus being like a full concept like it being like i want this to go with this to go with this and i want this to be a look and it's like the same energy like this is the first time that like the world is going to see you on this platform also like they have a pretty good following so i kind of maybe it maybe could have been a little bit more knowing that they 
have that big following. Bitter Betty does also own a wig business, so I'm assuming they have some money as well. And that they will also tell you that they have money on Twitter. Um, <laughs> the so tights, they were ripped. I think they actually are. The fishnets are ripped. So good luck to her in life. She's not my I cup do of tea. like the essence of like the spiders on the, the, the legs, though, on the boots. On the boots, that is cute. But it, it does look very, it does not look it like look, a thought. It looks like I've got these items. Let's make it the next. Like, I've got this already in my drag closet. Let's add something to make it. Let's put the white contacts in. Yeah. For those who don't know, Bitter Betty has been in the heat a lot for saying things against non-binary people. Uh, they just recently put out an apology today after a very long time, a very long time as someone who identifies as non-binary, that apology meant nothing to me. And it seemed that like part. she was asked to do this for this show to make that apology statement. Because I think if you're going to join a, a show who she has also said in the past that she doesn't have any interest being on Dracula, but supports it and that it's not for her she has to know that most of the winners if not all the winners identify as non-binary or trans in a way and most contestants are non-binary and some are trans so the fact that you're gonna go on to this competition and say something as stupid it's not lack for a better terms it's just stupid that part. Um, I don't think they know who they are fully, not defending them. I don't think they know who they are fully. And I think that there's issues with that, and that's what's causing their mental disconnect. But hey, she's but got, like, she's got 20 years of experience. She's need a, she needs to know who she is soon. Well, that part. So you got 20 years of experience, and also you are identifying as, as trans on this platform. So, like, you kind of need to know what you're doing at this point. You can't just be disrespectful to people and then be like i didn't know you know it's not more like this isn't to entirely bash this person there's a difference between saying when when someone goes hey what you're saying is wrong and you go here's two different responses how is that wrong versus no it's not no it's not exactly i never judge a person for what they say or do i judge how they respond yeah and that's the difference between like cancel culture and like corrective culture is like when you get called out and you're like t didn't know I was doing that. Thank you for correcting me. Good person. We can move forward. We can grow. But when they are like, that's not what I did. I didn't do that. That's not it. And it's the aggression. Then that aggression comes with not understanding and not educating yourself. And that's yeah. where we draw the line. And we are now drawing the line with that conversation. So good luck. <laughs> good, good luck, luck to, to them. Sorry. I like I like her, the outfit. Good luck to her. <laughs> good because, luck to her. Yeah. Because they, them. Oh. I just want to say for podcasting besides everything i have two degrees in writing i have a degree in communications my bachelor's and i have an associate's degree in journalism people have been using they them as singular pronouns forever it's just the second that people started saying i would like that for my pronouns people started taking beef with it so i'm just gonna leave that part that. our next person is coco kane so coco is from tulsa um, they prefer they, them pronouns. Their drag style is labeled as a drag shapeshifter. It says, Coco infuses their drag with equal parts seduction and horror and is bringing a strong dose of body positivity to the show. As a self-described zombie stripper, Coco feels they have what it takes to snatch the crown and to bring something to the competition that no other competi- uh, competitor in previous seasons has. As an underrepresented black drag uh, performer who performs alternative and horror drag, Coco feels it's important for them to show up, represent their community, and bring home the crown. Do you know how there's a missing comma right there between representing their community? So in journalism, they don't use that like last comma at the end sometimes. Oh, that kills me. Yeah, like the run-on kind of comma where it's like, yeah. I like her hair style, like hair comma style, no comma, and their makeup. Like, for some yeah. reason, we just don't do the ending comma. It's weird. Anyways, my initial thoughts on Coco is, one, their outfit looks crazy in a good way. Like, it's... See, this is when you do, like, simple, but you're also... Like, you can see the craft that they're putting into their heels, which has the texture of, like, meat and scar, and then their corset as well. Like, it's all in the details there, versus just slapping on some boots and a corset that look like you purchased it from someone. Very that. Because they, they make outfits like this, right? They yeah. are crafting this. Yeah, it's cool. So for the visual, or for the audio listeners, 
Coco is wearing a fur shawl, a black fur shawl with like a meat constructed corset as well as garter platform heels made out of like meat and gunk, I guess. Also big boobs. Big, big boobs. boobs. Like huge boobs. And the hair looks ma- amazing. I like the Yeah, and I'm pretty the sure they I'm pretty earrings. sure they do their own hair. I'm almost I'm like I know I know they work on hair. So I'm 95% positive mm-hmm. that they have like done the hair, the corset, the boots, which is like 10 out of 10. Like we love a queen who is versatile in what they do. It fits cute. The earrings like you said, the jewelry, it's a tie-in that takes like the next level. Their mug is equally seductive and sexy but clean and polished and then like they are like this is an essence like this is a look that I know it's a look like I know this is from head to toe I know what you're doing I get the zombie stripper vibes this is a full concept and I like it the only thing I probably would have changed is instead of the first shawl I would have liked kind of like meat like cured meat kind of like shawl I think that would have been cute with it but it's still a really good look the pose is fucking great the pose the body like this is like oh my god look at this look like this excites me when I look at this look very that. I did not know of Coco prior to the cast release, so I wanted to know. I I don't know. I'm excited. Uh, I've enjoyed Coco for a very long time. Like I'm just excited to see someone who I think deserves this representation and they deserves this opportunity. Um, they've been sickening and they've been talented like this forever and a day, and I think that people are finally starting to appreciate that. So I'm excited. I think this is it's going to be fun to see this this chapter open for this person. And then it's going to be exciting to see where they go with this. The personality, the energy, the creativity. Like, I'm just excited. I've only heard good things about Coco. I've not heard bad things about Coco. And I've reached out to Coco before. And they just seem like a genuine, nice person. So, yeah. And that's what I kind of like in a monster is like you... Not all monsters are mean, nasty people. Not all... Wait, what is the quote? Not all expensive things... Sometimes expensive things are worse. I like a nice monster. Yeah, I've noticed... You know what? Shout out to people with anxiety. I kind of (laughs) feel sorry for you. (laughs) I've noticed that, though. Like, I'm... Like, not not comparing things, but, like, most of the people that have done Dragula or done that, like, alternative drag or they're, like, the monster energy or the goalish energy are the nicest, kindest, sweetest people behind it because a lot of that is, like... They were bullied growing up, or they, there's like trauma, the or there's like things that caused them, they're the outcast. And so there's like that underdog energy, but there's also that like very sweet kind of energy. Obviously, every group has their, you know, every rose has its thorn, but like for the most part, I've noticed that the weirder the person is, the more kinder they are because they've had to deal with so much like rejection and, and not fitting in that they, when they are fitting with someone, they're very thankful for it, where other people, they don't have that response or that, that, Growing up, I don't know what the term is, but you know, you know, you picking up what I'm what I'm saying. And I think that reflects the winners because Vander von Odd, I like, no one has any complaints about. Bitch pudding, F- Landon Sider, Landon Sider was like on the season, like helping everyone, reassuring everybody. That part, like, was just a genuine, like, nice person and try to give everyone the benefit of the doubt. So, I think that's what makes. A superstar, a super monster, is to have a likability about you, but also not all monsters are, like, we're not all freaks. We're not twisted in the mind. We just like to exhibit, like, the the trauma that we've had. Period, poo. So, excited to see Coco. (laughs) It was a really good look, too. So, our next person up is... Also, like, Zandy just knows these bitches. I I don't fucking know nobody. Our next person up is Hoso Teratoma. Um, copyright, yes. Copywriting you for your name. Is from HBC Town in Seoul, South Korea. So they're from Seoul, South Korea. I don't know what HBC is. Head bitch charge. Head, head, head bitch city. <laughs> head bitch city. No, um, head bitch city town. <laughs> they go by she, her, and they, them pronouns. Their drag style is drag yokai. Which I believe a mythical creature, yokai. We stand. Uh, like, kind of like, kind of like, uh, like cryptids in a way. But yokai is like storytelling. I believe. Mm. Don't hold me to it. Fresno nightcrawlers. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> I love them. the bio for Hoso is Hoso is the first internationally based Korean artist to compete on the show. She considers herself to be a drag yokai and draws visual inspiration from Eastern myths combined with obscure foreign references. Yes. 
You're yeah. You put the nail right in the coffin. Yeah. Oh wow. I I, I didn't even read it at first. So <laughs> I was like, hey, I knew of Hoso through. I used to watch like some of their drag race reviews and like some other videos they used to do. So that's how I met of like knew of Hoso, and then I followed them ever since. They got crazy yeah. drag. They got some crazy drag, and it's amazing. I got to get interact with them because like we were in the same like Instagram group chat. So like like dumb little group chats where it's like they put like 20 drag artists in a group chat and you just kind of kiki and talk about drag in your area and hoso was in the group that i was in so like the fact that they're like like from south korea and like doing this 10 out of 10 to be the first internationally based queen 10 out of 10 um well i don't know if they're the first internationally yeah no the first internationally based korean artist sorry first internationally based korean artist was from canada t yeah that's true that's true we can't we can't discredit the canada the canadians but like that's just crazy. And also to see them, like, be, I don't know, same energy, so sweet, so kind, so humble, so down-to-earth, so goofy and quirky. Goofy. And, like, goofy. Very goofy. Like, on the social media. Like, they're very, yeah. like, very socially active on the media. Yeah. And I love that. I I don't know. It's just to see them come from where they were to where they are now is just such a beautiful thing. And, like, same thing. I'm so ready to see this chapter. Like, this is, this is someone who I feel like deserves it. And, like, them being on the show, I'm like, yes. Like, yes. my soul is so happy for this. Like, I'm scared because, like, they are spoopy oopy oopy. Yeah. But I'm also, if, if this was the monster that greeted me at 7 o'clock in the morning when I was having, like, a sleep paralysis moment, I would be so happy. Yeah. Because Hoso's look, speaking of souls, looks like souls are coming out of her chest. Mm-hmm. It's kind of insane. Like, this look just takes me on a trip. So, Hoso is wearing, like, a very ruffled bodysuit that zips up in the front to reveal two faces where the breasts would be. And it's, uh, like, burgundy sleeves, kind of like a, a Reba kind of color hairstyle. The makeup is insane. Like, crazy. If you look up Hoso Terra on Instagram, their makeup is insane. <laughs> when they're out of drag, it is day and night. Oh, very that. Day I could, and it's night. wild. And then the rest of their outfit is kind of like just more baggied at the floor. How do you feel about this look? Um, this was one of my favorite looks, honestly. I love the ruffles. I'm a dumb bitch for ruffles. I love the color story. I love the maroon versus the red. And I love the chest piece. Like, I am insane with that. Could have done different hair potentially, but yeah. I like the hair, the mug. I like while this is one of the most creative mugs that I saw during this I and I love their mug I've also seen some of their other mugs and I think it could have been more chaotic but like it is very clean and I am a very like I love this mug it's just like when you know someone could do more you know I think for a promo you don't want to get too crazy for the face for the promo that's cause true because then, then people are always going to be expecting that so if this is more like a more toned down version of that then I then I get that I totally yeah that's that's it. valid but I, I like, like this mug. I like the color palette for sure which is low-key kind of a read when I was at an art conference I was there for photography and they threw me in this watercolor class and I was like bitch I can't fucking watercolor so when the the instructors going around being like oh my god this looks great she comes to me and she goes um i really like the colors like the <laughs> colors look really good so and that's like low-key read love your color story <laughs> i love your you know what you're doing with that i compliment uh gal pals when they come into our work all the time i'm like your color story today is everything how can i help you <laughs> in terms of this look it okay Okay, her, you know her arm that's on her left arm? It kind of looks like she only has, like, three fingers. Like, she looks like she has a bird hand. Maybe that was the point. No. (laughs) It looks like she has a bird hand, doesn't she? Yeah, like what you were saying, I would have totally changed this wig. Honestly, like, a snapback ponytail kind of low-key would have been fierce with this. A short hair, no hair, snapback pony. Could have done a, um, shoot, you make them all the time. When it's, like, the the hole with the face. Oh, yeah, that would have been cute, um... Like a, a face mask or a face yeah. of a sort that shows the whole face off. That would or been like cute. this would have been a real cute look for a mullet, like long to the like kind of busy up here but tucked to the back and yeah. long. I think it's just too much it's, like volume right here compared to the rest of the body, and then it just kind of like goes down. It's very like random drag wig, and also I think there's red around the wig. There's, like, yeah. red in the center, like, near her face is red, and then it goes to more of an orange. So, I think a burgundy wig would have been, like, really cool. Or, like, a dark root. Like, if you're going to wear a wig, a dark root to burgundy or, you know, 
or yeah. just a black wig in general. But I mean, overall, this is the look that stands out. Um, so that far. part, like, this is one of the looks that stand out. Like her, hers, and Coco's are like standouts for me. So we're moving next along to Formaldehyde. This is another from, Phoenix person, right? Yep, from Phoenix. Um, their pronouns are he, him, and they, them. Their drag style is drag monsieur. Their official bio is Formaldehyde identifies as a digital drag artist who spent most of their time performing online and in digital drag shows as opposed to traditional live stages and clubs. A true horror fan at heart, Formelda describes his drag as the true embodiment of fear and through his drag seeks to express the darkest elements of horror within our world. Through his unique blend of artistry and unconventional materials, Formelda hopes to use his new platform to change the way drag has traditionally been seen. Which I stand that. I love that. Mm-hmm. We love a digital queen. I personally miss digital shows so much. I miss the art that went into them. I miss the energy. I just miss all of it. So I love that. I am excited for that. I'm excited to see how that portrays. And then I also think they kind of have a step up being this is like a digital show. Like, do they have that background? Like, they're very familiar with angles and cameras and lighting and all that jazz. First of all, I don't miss digital shows at all because I got paid <laughs> nothing. Oh my God. Yeah. Digital, and they were so hard. Digital shows, for people who can still do them, because I know some people who can still do them, they are one of the hardest shows to put on because the that audience, hard. like, we're all dependent on an audience tipping us. And sometimes, like, I've done a digital show where I made like $5. Like Very that, bad. that was I just and it's like it's like ten times more work than doing a regular drag show. So if he can continue, if Formaldehyde can continue like doing it, props to them because props to them. Fucking props to you, Mama. In terms of this look, very cute. I think the boots end at a good length as well as the apron. So what we're looking at for, I mean, also y'all can also just look up these looks. They're free to look at on the Dracula. Oh, valid. Very T, very T. Um, so they always wear a mask, right? Or that's like their whole thing? Um, I'm not sure, honestly. I th- I think so, but I don't. It wouldn't surprise me if they didn't, you know? I think that'll present uh, an issue in the season because there are acting. There, there, There is acting bits and challenges in Dracula. Like when Maxi Glamour wore like a a mask kind of thing and they couldn't exhibit facial reactions or features so i think that might be an issue for mr hyde but i i I like the boots they're like lace-up boots i don't think the boules would like them because i know that they're very against club kid kind of boots like that very combat boots i love the the sleeves i love a good poofy sleeve they have syringes on one hand i like this theme I think it's honestly a good look. I don't know what to expect from them, but overall, this is a cute look. Like, I would... I like this as a promo. Their makeup is good. Like, their makeup detail on the mask is good. I'm interested to see what they'll do. Um, real quick. I'm quirky. I'm quirky like that. Me and Jenny, we're so quirky that we're going to go to an ad break. So when we come back, we're going to be talking more about the ghouls from Dragula Season 4. Yeah. Do you love makeup? I know I do. That's why I use Drench Cosmetics. For those who don't know, Drench Cosmetics is a makeup company. Their mission is to create an environment to uplift and acknowledge the underrepresented creatives by shining light on those hidden in the shadows of others. I like to stand out with a great bold eye and thankfully Drench Cosmetics has a beautiful selection of eyeshadows to pick from. I personally love and use the Genesis palette. They have a lot of different mattes and shimmers to pick from. I also use the Deep Space Liner. The Deep Space Liner is one of the blackest eyeliners that I've ever used and it's for a great price as well. If you want to express yourself in a shining look, make sure you head over to Drenched Cosmetics now and use promo code TERRACARD for 15% off. That's T-E-R-R-A-H-C-A-R-D for 15% off your next purchase. That's T-E-R-R-A-H C-A-R-D for 15% off your next purchase. And you can achieve a great, stunning look with Drudge Cosmetics. (laughs) 
Hello, everyone. Welcome back from your little breakaroni. It is me and Tara Card, me Zaniax Tara Card, one of my bad little beans, and we are excited to get back into it. So yes, let's do the let's do the most. And what are we talking about? You got to stop hitting the camera. <laughs> You're hitting the camera. You're gonna make these bitches nauseous on Patreon. Just, I'm, I'm on a chair that has wheels, and I'm on a hard surface, and this this table moves. Bitch, me too. I'm, I think we have the same table. You do, just keep knocking into it. Do we have the same table? Is it an L shape? It is an L shape <gasps> for lesbian. Oh my gosh. Okay, okay and this. we are. Oh my god! Don't show the patrons your crotch. I'm wearing clothes. Allegedly, and we are talking about Dragula season four, the meat. The Monsters. And for those who don't know, we have a new episode out on Thursday. Yeah, I'm editing this in the beginning, or the middle of the podcast, so work. Personally, I love this look. Um, I love the color story. I like the matching of prints. I love just the way the apron is is styled and like crafted and put together. The mask, the color story, the boots. I'm a fan. This is one of the looks as well that I saw this and I was like, this is what I'm here for. Like, I, I just love it. And again, it's it's a full conceptualized look. So yes, maybe there are some things that we could critique, and there are some things that maybe we could change, but like, I know where this person is going, and I know what they're doing, and I know the background, and I know the story, and I like that I can see that in this photo. Yeah. Um, I mean, if and they're it just, at the... it's different. Yeah, it's different. I, I, I mean, if they walked into the club, I would give them a dollar for just walking in. I'd be like, that part. here. I'm curious to see how they are as an entertainer. I am excited. Like, this has someone that I'm curious, but I'm very happy to be curious about them. Do you think they'll break the mask curse on Dragula early out, usually second or third? I hope. I would like that. I would, I would, fingers crossed. Just because they seem to have, like, a very keen eye of what they like, and I would like to see more of that. We'll see, because we'll we're see. reviewing the whole series! Yeah! <laughs> yeah! Okay, so we're going to our next contestant. This is very interesting. So, our next contestant on the show is Jade Jolie. Those might recognize her from season five of RuPaul's Drag Race. This is the first kind of contestant from RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah, this is the first crossover episode. Yeah. <laughs> Jade Jolie is from Gainesville, Florida. She uses she, her pronouns. Their drag style is drag queen, monster, celebrity, impersonator, which is what a lot of people know Jay Jolie from. So let me read this little bio on them. Jay Jolie considers herself a drag chameleon, and while she's already known as a previous competitor on RuPaul's Drag Race, she hopes to show audiences that she can evolve and adapt to any drag medium. As a lover of all forms of drag, Jade enters the competition with a desire to prove to the world that her drag style doesn't just fit one category or box. While she feels people may be expecting a certain kind of drag from her, she warns them to expect the unexpected. And this is a quote from her. I'm bringing things people would never think I was capable of. Get ready. So what are your whole thoughts on this? Okay, so there's a lot to dissect. A crossover queen, I'm excited. I love that idea. I'm excited to see that. The storyline, I'm here for. The energy of, you know, like, I'm going to surprise you guys and goop you like you don't know what to expect. I love that. Um, proving the point that you don't fit in a box, love it. All of the above, love it. J. Jolie, I'm excited. I like J. Jolie. I think they're a fun person. I do think they have a lot of creative influences, so I'm excited to see them with like maybe a little bit less of like a contractual energy. You know, I know the contract is a little bit looser, so I'm excited to see more of Jade as Jade. This outfit, I am not a fan of at all in any way, shape, or form, but we can dissect that after you discuss how you feel about Jade being on this? I think it's cool to have a crossover like that. I think some people who've been on Dragulish can be on Drag Race. I think if a bitch on Camp Wanakiki wants to audition for Drag Race or Dragula, who fucking cares? It's TV. People are trying to make money, okay? I don't understand why people are like, I don't care. I genuinely don't care. Now, would I love to see more representation from other people who have not had the platform of, you know, of a a national television? (gasps) Yeah, sure. But can you hear that? Yeah, I can hear that cat going. That cat agrees. The pussy agrees. Um, (laughs) I hate the whole backlash of like that aspect. Now she has been in the fire for doing uh, inappropriate film footage that is exhibiting Nazis. Um, (laughs) She did put out a statement that was something in regards to that. Y'all can look it up. I won't get into it. I have my own thoughts on things, you know. 
Very bad. She listed um, things about sexual abuse and from a partner at the time who insisted... This is from her thing. Um, that yeah. insisted... Like, basically forced her into doing that film. So, I'm not going to say too much on it in regards to that. Now, in terms of this look, this is not a good look. No. The, <laughs> it just, this is... It, a leotard, it's a white leotard, white boots, accessories around the waist, and ears. Yeah, and a, and a face thong. There's a yeah, thong a on the thong. face. It gives me very um, Alice in Wonderland costume from Spirit Halloween. And I think that's the thing, is she's supposed to be the white rabbit of the competition. She's going to take you on a trip, but... That's fine, but I need the trip to go farther. Exactly, because I can see, it looks like an Alice in Wonderland theme. You can see the clock... And, like, some stuff on the And waist. the vial that says, drink me, and the random stuff. So the reference was there. I think um, it could have just been pushed more. Yeah, these, it just, I, like, I own these boots, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and I own this white bodysuit, and I own this white corset. Like, I want, I, this is national television. And this is a big step. Big people, step. People haven't seen her on TV since 2012. Yeah, so it's like, and you, uh, like you said, like, yeah, I want to see more people that maybe don't have these opportunities, but like, girl, you done did it. You got the opportunity. You, you better bring the it. opportunity. I want to see you bring it. Like, this is very Mayhem Miller walking in in the red bodysuit. Yeah. How I would have changed the outfit, I probably, if, if you're going to stick with the Alice in Wonderland theme, do a fucking crazy ass rabbit look then, or that. Uh, or incorporate all of like the tricks of Alice in Wonderland into your outfit, not well, just see, like also a like, kit bracelet. In like art, there's like a lot of media representation of like a white rabbit and a very long red cloak, and it's very like cult oriented. I would have loved to have seen that, like a long red cloak, um, something that makes it just a little bit of an essence of mystery and like maybe a little bit more detail maybe some something on the boots like just put some I don't know so the same bloody drip that's on the the clock and on the accessories put that on the boots rhinestone it add some fringe do something do yeah. more of a dramatic makeup I her, her makeup does look good but like you know fierce. in terms of the outfit it does like I would have been more forgiving if the outfit was more crazy but it's a simple outfit and a simple makeup also like this is conspiracy theory like, this almost reads like, if you know the world is going to have a preconceived notion of who you are, and your bio is literally going to say, I'm bringing things people would never think I am capable of. Get ready. <laughs> and then when the door opens and you're wearing <laughs> something that I would expect you to wear and that I would already know of you having and doing, I'm like... This is Kelsey. This is the real Kelsey. <laughs> that one meme where she's, like, <laughs> gripping the gorilla nipple. Yeah, I... This is the real J. Jolie. This is the real J. Jolie. I just, if you knew people were already going to, they knew. They knew people were already going to be like, you, of all bitches to make the crossover happen, you. And then you yeah. let, you fed that narrative by doing this look. And they're talented. And they've done, like, I've seen their spooky stuff. They've yeah, done spooky too. things. They are really good at that. They are a talented person. So why, where did you, where did you put it at? Because this, you know what I'm telling you? This, you, un you unhook the belt and the whole look changes. It's no longer any essence of spook. It's just poop. A bunny look. It's Ariana Grande. Well, we're going to move right on along to our next person who is Mary Cherry. So Mary Cherry is from Brooklyn. <laughs> Brooklyn. She uses she, her pronouns. She is, uh, her style is that she is a drag entertainer. Her bio reads, Mary Cherry is a drag pioneer in the Brooklyn, New York scene and is always the biggest personality in the room. With her mixture of camp, fashion, and unique sense of humor, she hopes to bring the strengths of a true entertainer to the competition. While never afraid to be the butt of a joke herself, she's entering the competition not striving to be perfect, but to keep the experience fun. Okay. I, I read that weird. At the end of the day, this is a quote from her. At the end of the day, it's about entertaining, and that is what Mary Cherry does. Oh, and I'm definitely bringing on a little drama, Mama, because we are on a reality TV show. Sorry, we are on a reality show, and who doesn't love a little fun? You know what this bio sounds like? I would say it sounds like our favorite green sister. A lot of. A lot of? Oh. Yeah. yeah. A lot of. A lot of. <laughs> Yeah, um, I don't know what to expect from her. I mean, I love a funny bitch, and people didn't think Meatball should have been on the show, but then they watched Meatball, and Meatball 
did great on the show. I mean, if she's got a great personality, I'm excited to fucking see it. Will she probably slay and like monster look? Monster her way? Maybe we'll not. See. We'll see. How do you think? Yeah, I mean, I'm excited. So I definitely think that everyone has this preconceived thought about what Dragula is supposed to be. And they all think like it's going to be gory and disgusting and raunchy and like really intense and and, and fear factor energy. And like... It's that's not the essence of the show. Like, yes, it's like a part of it, but there's a lot of other like things that fit into the family of Dracula. So I'm excited to see some other things. I'm very excited to see what they're gonna bring. I love a uh, camp horror queen. Would love to see some good entertainment. If everyone's there being the same spoopy, oopy, gory bitch, that's gonna be a very flatlined show. So I'm excited yeah. for this essence of personality. Um, when it comes to this look, I'm very confused. I love them. Their makeup is sickening. The hair is sickening. The jewelry, sickening. Um, and I love the color of the dress. I well, think it's very flattering. It looks red in this photo, but it's really like a fuchsia, like pink. Yeah. Okay, T. See, I like this like maroon red. Yeah. Don't know if I would like it as a fuchsia pink. In this photo and on the screen, it looks red, but it's really, if you watch the Meet the Ghoul, like Meet the Monsters videos, it's straight up pink and it kind of matches her lips more in the video mm. i would have preferred this as red and yeah continue with what you were saying about this look i can tell that you're not going to bring what people are going to expect same energy so this is your kind of your chance to give me like the 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 safety net of being like okay well at least they're going to bring like a sickening look and so to see this i'm like i don't know how i feel about this look so yeah. it makes me it's the shoes the shoes, it is the shoes. The shoes are like leopard print, and they're very low. And I just don't see how that correlates to the rest of the outfit. Yeah, and like I would like to see maybe a necklace, you know, just something to kind of put yeah. some some distraction here. Which like Where is that could have been button? that could oh they said we're editing it. That could have been <laughs> sickening though if you, if like a nice so this outfit actually just this is so dumb but this outfit. With, like, gold, rosary-styled necklace, very cathedral-oriented, that like the, like came the, down the low. Like the bracelets. Kind of like the bracelets. Yeah, match the bracelets. And if it would have came, like, like a wrap here, a wrap here, and then, like, came all the way down to the chest and you just saw it, then I would have been like, this makes sense to me. But there's just such a space here, and there's just nothing there. But I am excited to see... They do have, the way that they color story to this, they do have a vision. I don't like the glitter in the hair, though. Um, I can't really see the glitter in the hair. Oh, no, let me shake the camera. If you go to the hairline, there's like pink glitter, like in the hairline. Oh, I can zoom in. <gasps> oh, oh, but the earrings though. See that I reach that statement even more. The earrings are like thorns, like, um. Yeah, like the, the, the bracelets. So I wish she like maybe carried this like thorn barbed wire look throughout even like wrapping around the legs into the shoes. Into the shoes, and- the neck. There's so much that could have been done. And I get maybe it's a budget thing. Maybe it's like you're a new queen and you're trying to get figured out. I don't know. I, I honestly don't know anything about Mary Cherry. I, I do know their personality is iconic. So I do know that they are known for their personality and I'm excited for that. And I think a lot of people sleep on that. You can be a look queen, you can be a dance queen, and you can be a personality queen. They are all equal. So I'm excited to see... Like, this photo isn't giving me Mary Cherry, but I'm excited to see what Mary Cherry gives me when I watch them. Yeah. Right on along, we are moving to Saint. Let me pull up the photo. Ooh! Ooh. They look so good. Okay, so Saint is from Harlem in Manhattan, New York. They just Uh, moved there, right? I believe so, yeah. Yeah. I did not remember them being in New York. Um, Their pronouns are he, him, she, her, and they, them. Their drag style is drag queen. Um, official bio. Saint is the self-proclaimed runway demon queen of season four. Her drag is fueled by imagination and nightmares with a bit of fashion sprinkled on top. And she proved her prowess as a true drag icon by competing in and winning the Belay Brothers Dragula Resurrection Halloween special in 2020. As this is her second time competing on the show, she feels her experience and growth as an artist has primed, have primed her perfectly to snatch the crown this time around. And how do you feel about this? What is your beliefs? How do you feel about Saint? I'm excited to see what they did because they kind of killed that resurrection special. That oh, they look served was it. Oh my god, amazing! Now I'm really excited to see what Saint brings, and I'm I'm because they were second. They were an early out on season three. They were and, yeah, like second out, and I 
I don't know what's going to happen for season four, but I hope, I really hope that Saint makes it all the way because I genuinely think they deserve it. You can just see that in their demeanor as a person. They're a nice person. Like I was saying, what I like in a ghoul is someone where you can feel that good energy, but is still delivering looks. In terms of this look, it could have lost that white netting underneath it or that white, it kind of looks like a diaper underneath. Yeah, I don't understand. I mean? Yeah, I don't understand the white. Um, I actually would have loved it without the white. I literally, if you would have taken that out, this outfit I think would have been one of my top outfits. What is um, that? But because of that, it did significantly. I didn't like it. I, I don't know if it's noticed that white until now. Is it like gauze? No, oh, it's it, it's like silver, like a chainmail. But it still looks kind of weird in photo. It looks like a white diaper. Yeah, it's just, I don't know how I feel about it. Something about it just seems off. I do love this hair. I'm always obsessed with oh, Saint's hair. Their the makeup, makeup, the red eyes, the 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 shoulder structures. I do love this outfit. I do love this outfit. I love the accessories oh, of the shoes. I love the, the heels. Cape, the heels. Like, this is a serve. They showed up to a party, and the same thing, I knew what they were doing. I um, love those heels. Whoa. They're, like, I clear. Love those heels. I love, I just, that's what that noise was for me. I just realized the heels she was wearing. Yeah, yeah. and I like that they're clear, full transparency. I love that this is a clear, a clear, a clear heel. A clear heel. A clear heel, and I can see the toes. Yeah. Like, it's not, a, it's not a Barbie foot. Um, yeah. So I love that. And she's got a banging body, so show it off. And I the tattoos, I just like it. I love Saint. Um, I love their personality. I want them to go very far in this. They slayed the Boulet Brothers Dragon Resurrection. I'm excited. I'm very excited for this. This outfit looks like they're ready to go to war. Like, the hair looks like they're ready to, to, to like, bitch, I'm about to win this fucking competition. This is what I'm reading from this look. Except for that chainmail diaper. But... That... Yeah, the shape is cool. I wonder if they made this. I hope they did, because this is cool. And those heels. Oh my god, those heels. I'm never really a shoe person, but those shoes look really fucking good. Oh, they look good, good. Moving Roy along, Sigourney Beaver. Sigourney is from Des Moines, Iowa? Des Moines? Yes. Do you say the S in Moines? Des Moines. I say Des Moines, but I don't know if that's right. She uses she, her pronouns. She is a self-described AFAB drag queen. Sigourney Beaver is a self-described hyper-femme AFAB queen. Or she likes to put it, a female impersonator impersonator. Sigourney (laughs) is... um, Excuse me, the teacher is talking. (laughs) (laughs) Shut the fuck up, bitch. Oh my god. This is off topic, bitch. I used to be in a college class, and these girls were full on, like, loudly having a conversation in the front. And I was just like, can you bitches, like, go outside? Like, what the fuck? You are not the main characters. I will reassure that to you. Non-playable at best. (laughs) Non-playable, literally. NPC, baby. Uh, Sigourney is a killer beauty queen who loves to hypnotize audience with her piercing white eyes and sky-high hair. Coming from a burlesque background... Sigourney incorporates the art of the tease into all of her performances. The art of the tease into all of her drag performances. Okay, I read that weird. With several pageant titles under her belt, Sigourney is hoping to add the world's next drag super monster to her already impressive resume. First of all, great, literally great resume. This outfit, I I don't know much about Sigourney. I think I followed them before. Um... Do you know anything about Sigourney in general? Yes. Um, I I do like Sigourney. I reached out to them a few times during the digital era, and we talked a little bit. They seem to be very kind. I'm pretty sure they do hair as well. Yes. I could get that from this hair, from her outfit. I'm pretty sure they do hair as well for the Boulet Brothers. Like, I'm pretty sure they've done the wiggies that we see the, bo- the boobies wear. Melissa B. Fierce, I know, does do that. Their hair. Yeah, I think I can't remember if it was if it was Sigourney or if it was someone else. I'm pretty sure it's Sigourney. Like it was Sigourney or, or Bitter. Well, I know from what I see from Sigourney in this, this is sickening. This outfit is sickening. The style choices are sickening. They are talented. They have a vision and it is fully conceptualized. I know what they're getting from day one on. Like I I am very excited for this. This is the look. Like yeah, she looks like a Boule brother. She looks really fucking good. If she you, understood the assignment. If you put a little shorter one right next to her in the same <laughs> outfit, I would have thought it was me. the fucking Boulet Brothers. Her fucking, not to like say this, but her body looks good. And I don't think she, yeah, she's not wearing tights and pads. Well, that, I don't think she's wearing tights or pads either. And I, it is working. It is a yeah. serve. 
I love so as someone who also has like a leg tattoo like I would love to be able to show it off in drag yes but because I wear tights and pads like I it doesn't so I'm living to be able to see all of this art that they have put on their body and this it matches a, yeah like and the nails the details in the nails the does the garter belt match the necklace I can't tell yes from top to bottom it is a look it is definitely like the most solidified look that I saw and a look that made me really be like whoa this is gonna be something yeah I love it it's got a great like lapel uh, vampire collar the cape looks good it's vinyl it's like I said, she looks like a fucking Boulet brother. So this is like a 10 out of 10 look. Like, I don't see any... Like, maybe she could have changed the necklace. I would have been fine with that. But it's still a really good look. And showing off all her tattoos. Like, the slit showing off all the tattoos on her right leg with all the tattoos on her arms, too. It looks fucking cool. Excited to see. She will probably go really fucking far. Oh, without a doubt. I believe we have just one more person left. Yes, we are at the end of our list. La... Zavalita? Zavalita. Zavalita. I think so. Take it away. So oh, wait, hold from... on. Wait, wait, oh. wait. Let me pull up this bitch's photo. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay, so they are from Mexico City. They use she, her, and they, them pronouns. They are a drag artist. They are a recent transplant to the Brooklyn, New York drag scene, hailing originally from her hometown of Mexico City, Mexico. She mixes sexy and scary in all of her drag looks and is known for being an incredible live performer who always sets the stage on fire. La Zavaleta is chasing the American dream and hopes to prove that putting her time, effort, and drive into her aspirations will allow her to manifest her destiny and bring home the crown. Love the word manifest. Love when a bitch knows how to use it. I'm excited. Me like too. I don't know anything about this person. Same. And I am I don't know, I'm just I'm I am ready. I do I like don't know the... a lot either. They only have they they don't have a huge following like most of these entertainers do, but I don't care. That part. The less I know, the better. So I get to know you. I think they look fucking cool. Like, their makeup looks sick. And I love the silhouette. Very that. I love the silhouette. Um, I love the exposed tattoos as well. Love the shoulders. I love this this um, chest energy is one of my favorite things. I love seeing yeah. this in outfits. I love the no Except when moment. it's cherry. when it's Mary Cherry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I just wow. want something there for Mary Cherry. Wow. And this has a necklace. I love the the no wig, but like the little like few strands of hair at the top. I love the glasses. I think the glasses have like go into like horns. Yeah. Yeah, it I looks love like the a horns. smoking eye kind of look. Love, love, love the nails and the choker and the little pin at the front. And I love the, I love the like, I don't know, the, just the dress bottom i love seeing the muscles and the legs and the yeah. heels i just love this whole look like i look this is dope. a serve there's honestly not much for me to say because i don't know them like i don't know much of them but like i said i'm this is one of the like this is my wild card for me like i am so excited to see what they do and i'm excited to get to know them as well this is the season of uh bare legs very that are showing their bare legs like almost one two three maybe four yeah only four only four of them probably don't show their bare legs or five that's like half the cast we stand that that's that's cunt baby <laughs> that's cunt. that's gossip no. yeah oh my god well that was the whole cast who do you think will make it into the top three Oh, um, okay, so top three, Sigourney, Saint. I would personally love to see Coco. I would love that, but I think it may be Formaldehyde. Or, oh, think, sorry, uh, or Hosa, sorry. Hosa, yeah, for sure. So I think, think it's actually going to be probably Hosa, Formelda, and Sigourney. I'm going to do two different ones. Who I think will make it, and who do I want to see? Oh, okay, well, T, then I want to do who I want as well. Okay, okay, <laughs> who do you, who do you want to see in the top? Hosa, for sure. Coco, for sure. Um, and then the other third, I kind of, honestly, I would, I would kind of love to see, um, La Zavalita. How, if that's how I, I know I'm slaughtering this name, but I would kind of love to see that. I, I believe it's, uh, Zavalita. Zavalita. La Zavalita. I think we'll probably make it to the finale. We'll be Sigourney Beaver. Saint and probably Hoso. See, now with Hoso, they'll either get them or they won't. And if they get them, they'll go all the way. Very If they don't get them, they're not going to love it. Um, Who I want to see in the finale, I want to see Coco. 
I want to see Saint, and I want to see. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be upset if Sigourney Beaver was in the finale, but I also would love to see Zavaleta, Zavaleta, Zavaleta from how we say it in Spain, Zavaleta in the finale. I think that would be dope. High hopes, high hopes. I'm excited to do this with you. I'm excited for the first episode. I know. I can't I wait. We are so close. What do you think their first extermination challenge is going to be? I don't even know, but it's got to be something intense. They had them jump out of a plane last season on the first episode. Very that. They, so that's why I'm like, it, they, it, it's, I don't know. I really don't know. Okay, you know, okay, you want to hear my suggestion for <laughs> a, uh... Extermination? For an extermination? Okay, my suggestion that I had, I can finally put my laptop down and look right at you. I thought it would be crazy for this like i would hate to do this but i would still do it is to go out at sea and put them in a shark oh uh, a shark cage and bitch put chum in the water and fucking have the sharks all around that would be fucking crazy or yeah. like you know something like that that would be i thought you were gonna say put them into the middle of the ocean and tie cinder blocks to their legs and see who gives up first so i was like Ooh. all of them they would all sink <laughs> to the bottom and die it would all, the whole cast would be gone immediately yeah that's like one that would be insane or they could just do like a one where they just go to an aquarium and they put them in like a cage there or something yeah they can't have a great white i don't think or orcas. Orcas would fuck them up. Yeah. I would be so scared if I... The one I'd be the most scared of is being buried alive, for sure, with, like, snakes. Ooh. Yeah, I don't know about that with the snakes, because snakes are unpredictable. Sneaky. Exactly. Also, I don't like... I don't know. I'm not a fan of live animals being used for gags. But, like, the shark yeah. thing is kind of okay, because, like, that's the shark in its own they're territory. they're already out there. Yeah. They're already out there. You're not, like, bringing the shark into the environment. You're, like feeding the shark and letting and getting using them for TV time. That's cute. Yeah. But like, yeah, I don't like the dangers of putting a snake into a, a very tight space with another human because if I was there, I'd freak the fuck out and I might end up killing this animal and I would hate that. What 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 extermination would you want to see this season? I don't know. It could be an original or one that you liked previously. I don't know. Um I loved the needles one. That one made me so uncomfortable. The one I don't want to see Which is the one where they one? like where they put the, the needles tattoos? in their body. Oh, no, oh, the tattoos yeah, one I love. Oh, yeah, season two. I live for the tattoos. I think it's so fun. I would want to do that one. I think that's such a cool piece of history to have with you forever. I think it's funny. I would hate to see the one where they eat raw meat and blood and drink it. I they do that, disgusting. like, every season. I hate that it. That one makes me want to vomit. Um, also, I always like, skip them. I don't, I don't fucking same. watch them. I also, like, I get the energy of it being spooky, but I do think that we all should, like, respect other people. If you've been a vegan and you've not eaten meat for so long... Like, your body's not going to process that the right way. And I don't think that that... And I was like, mm, maybe we shouldn't do that. But I don't know. I would love to see... Oh, I would love, 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 love to see how they did the end of the Halloween special with the maze. That just, like, sent me. Like, I was loving... I was living for that as an extermination. Oh. Like, getting to the end of the maze and, like, having, like, weird little twists and turns. What they need to do as an extermination is dress up and drag and go to the south and stand in public and see who caves the quickest. All these entertainers from the fucking... From the north. From Phoenix, bitch. I want to put them in Mississippi. Put them outside the Vaubarn Grill. <laughs> in full drag. Is Danny in there? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Now, Zanny, where can we find you? At My address is 120 East... No, I'm just kidding. Um, you can find no, me... No, say it. You know you wanna. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram, on Twitter. Um, on I'm getting my Twitter. I have like 100 followers. I just like to meme post. It's nothing serious. And then Facebook. Period. Where, where can we find you? Well, you can find this podcast at Stay on the Line on most platforms. But I mean, you're probably like, how are you hearing it? Through Spotify or all those other places. But you can find it on Instagram at Stay on the Line Podcast. Facebook at Stay on the Line. On Twitter at Stay on the Line TC. And you can go to Patreon where you can see me and Zanny, our faces, talking about these looks. Ooh, at this angle. At this angle. Period. Poop. Period. And that's at patreon.com forward slash stay on the line. To see the video, it's either at tiers, the $3 tier or the $7 tier. Or you can just subscribe for early episodes, audio episodes at the $1 tier. You still get those episodes at the other tiers as well. So you're getting your money's worth. And it, the support helps. We're at 60 Support your patrons. local gals. Yes. Oh my God. Angles. Let me read off my Patreons too. At... 
our $1 tier, we have Shayna S. At our $3 tier, the Miss Caller, we have Brandon W. As well as Nathan D, Mystic Lee, and Paula, the intern. Intern Paula. And then at our highest tier, the pee-pee-poo-poo tier, we have Jeremy C. Dot com, who's been on the podcast, Zachary M, Keith W, Jeffrey P, Chandler A, Sunny Days, Zing Cats, Coronation, Winnie, and Rebecca Carlson. So shout out to all of them for just like, you know, keeping it down and like being a down ass bitch. Y'all know what I mean. Now you can also find me, Terracard, at my name, T-E-R-R-A-H-C-A-R-D, under most platforms. Um, even on Cash Map, I am on Venmo if you're feeling flirty and crazy. Anything that you need to add? Any comments? No, I'm just excited to do this. I'm excited I get to kick you with you. This is gonna be fun. Same. It's fun, 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 fun. The first episode is on the 19th, mm-hmm. which um, we'll review that at a time. I don't know when. <laughs> because these these episodes do come out every Thursday, which I forgot to say at the beginning of this podcast. So That's okay. Sure. You could tune in every Thursday, watch it, starting on October 19th. There we go. Here's, we put her in at the end. Okay, so October 19th is a Tuesday. So we can technically watch the episode and then record right after. Yeah, I'm game. If you want. Yeah, we have a new we have new episodes here uh, every Thursday, and whenever we start doing these reviews, that's going to be the episodes for the next couple of weeks. So I can't, I don't have the energy to post two episodes a week that would not be related to that. So we'll see how that goes. I hope y'all actually like this review and you like us talking about these bitches on the internet. So until next time. Make sure you stay on the line. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Oh my god. Oh my god. (laughs) So stupid. Wait. You said. (gasps) No, I'm just kidding. No, not your ass. Not your ass. Okay. (laughs) Bye.